is Eddie. And this is Miguel. And you're listening to the God Life Culture Podcast. Yes, welcome back to another episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We want to shout out all of you who are tuning in maybe for the first time. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, choosing to listen to this podcast. To all of our subscribers that have already subscribed and are tuning in and getting notified, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us and hear our thoughts this week. Eddie, how are you doing? Doing well. You know, we're doing the best that we can given the current situation. You know, everything's pretty much on lockdown unless you are a quote unquote essential worker. Um, you know, everyone is trying or I hope everyone is trying their best not to go out and about unless they really, really have to. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it is it is an, it's the new normal for the moment. And, you know, people like us, because we had a newborn, we've kind of been in quarantine a lot longer than everybody else has. So for us, it's like cabin fever starting to kick in. So it does get a little crazy. Right. Uh, but you try your best to figure out things to. You know, keep your mind occupied, you know, play games with the kids, you know, play games with your spouse, you know, look at videos, get puzzles and, you know, you just figure out ways uh, to stay occupied, you know, have dance parties, you know, you tune into the services, you know, you just you, you try to get um, uh, your mind always occupied on stuff because if it starts dwindling or if you're 24 seven watching the news yeah. and all these bulletins and blasts, then it does get a little overwhelming. Uh, but luckily for us, we've been, you know, staying on our toes. How's everything with you guys? Yeah. Well, uh, this is week three, I want to say of distance learning for the students in my school. And um, I think it's a learning curve for everyone. You know, yeah. everyone's kind of transitioning, uh, teachers and students alike. Um, I know, you know, I want to shout out all the parents yes. who are, you know, homeschooling yeah. pretty much right now. Um, probably not uh, voluntary, right? Yeah. Definitely, you know, having to do this. And um, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not easy juggling every um, other aspect of your life and everything else that you do, whether you're still working or you have to cook or you have kids in multiple grades. You know, it's very difficult to challenge. Yes. And And, um, you know, it's something that is being kind of, you know, forced upon us to have to just deal with and confront. So um, definitely shout out to the parents that are, you know, being the teachers as well. Um, You know, someone was just uh, texting me about this whole situation and kind of just uh, venting a little bit, but ended by saying, you know, hopefully this too shall pass. Yeah. You know, and that's something that uh, we definitely have to hold on to. Mm -hmm. You know, this will pass and you know this um won't be forever we declare that it won't be forever this is not you know our life um this is not what our life will look like forever Mm -hmm. you know um we're believing that and having faith in that but you know if you're finding yourself again struggling in that kind of mentality of oh my goodness it's like you know day like you said earlier 957 how do i handle (laughs) this how do i move forward you know we're just believing that this will pass yeah you know um shout out to everyone that's you know uh making a difference and you know if you're still working first responders if you're a nurse you know um if you work um in the medical field definitely you know we are grateful um we pray obviously for your safety and protection um shout out to those people who are helping those first responders i know um you know my wife is one who's making masks and i mean she's made over 120 masks already and sent them to different hospitals and you know different um you know, medical staff that are in need of them. Mm -hmm. And I know there's kind of a whole, you know, community of people that are doing that and sewing and making masks. So definitely we want to shout them out. Um, But I think this is what 
these times call for, yes. you know, a time where we are in crisis, a time where things are weird and crazy, you know, how can we help? You know, mm -hmm. how can we use our gifts and abilities to help? How can we use, you know, some of the resources that have been given to us to help other people, mm -hmm. obviously in the most safe way, mm -hmm. right? But um, how can we use what God has given us and equipped us with to help other people? Yeah, and I think, you know, we see that also, you know, churches are still having food pantries. Uh, yesterday, this uh, a friend of ours started sending out this notice that there was a restaurant uh, that was giving out free dinners, you know, to families. Uh, they had a whole drive through system set up. You just drove by, picked up your dinner. Uh, it was good for four to six adults, which, you know, you could do a lot with that. And it was trades and trades of food that they were giving out. Um, so there are a lot of businesses and a lot of churches, a lot of people that are trying. They're, they're finding their way to help out the community. There is we have hit the, the highest unemployment rate in ever. Um, you know, it's really, really bad in the new, uh, in New York at the moment. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that are in need. You know, there are a lot of people that were living paycheck to paycheck and no longer have that paycheck and, you know, are, are really having a tough time out there. So when we have, you know, restaurants that are donating food, when you have churches that are still going out, getting the food and keeping their food pantries open, uh, when you have people making the mask, when you have people just trying their best uh, to help out out uh, those that are in need it does it does you know it does say something really good about humanity you know they think that a lot of times there's a lot of bad things that are reported about people and even at this moment we can go on a list of a lot of bad things that people are doing as well but it's also great to highlight the good things those people that are putting their lives on the line because they have to you know their medical staff nurses doctors you know they're the postman they're the whoever that are out there you know doing uh the things that are needed to um, keep the country going you know it is very important so you know we want to shout them out shout everybody out you know the, the brothers and sisters that have had to step up and become teachers because their parents are at work and they have to help their you know siblings with the extended learning you know there's a lot of people that are finding themselves in different roles that they were not expecting to be especially you know this time of the year um but are stepping up and you know we want to thank you for doing that yeah, and one of the things that we are seeing a lot of is a lot of uh, stay-at-home concerts, a lot of people yes. doing uh, charity work and just doing different fundraising. And I loved uh, this past week, there were several uh, gospel artists who, uh, you know, teamed up with Global Citizens mm -hmm. um, to do to do uh, an at-home concerts. We had like Tasha Cobbs um, do a concert in her home and um, all the fundraising and all the money that they collected went to, you know, everything happening with the COVID-19 and every mm -hmm. everything with this virus and uh, we had Kirk Franklin that also did the same thing he was on BET music and you know it's it's interesting because I know we talk about this often how uh, you know, there's this merge that, you know, has been happening over the years with, yeah. you know, mainstream media and music and Christian gospel music. Mm -hmm. And there seems to be this merging that's happening. And I think even in a time like this, I find it so amazing and great that people recognize, you know, wait a minute, we need to call so-and-so, mm -hmm. you know, to come on our show yeah. and give an encouraging message. We need to yes. call so-and-so. I think we both, our eyes lit up because mm -hmm. we thought of something um, in the news that happened this yes. week. And there have been a lot of different ministers and people going out there and just making a difference. And I know there's a, 
a web an online blogger hollywood unlocked and they have uh for over the last few days they've had different people going on to pray and um and be interviewed they had erica and warren campbell they had uh you know kirk franklin they had devon franklin they had a lot of different people on there just praying and encouraging people and i think it's great in times like this, when people in mainstream media or just people in general recognize the power in prayer and recognize the power that lies in, you know, men and women of God, where mm -hmm. it's like, you know, whether we're on TV, whether we're, we're on radio, we're on the news right now, we need someone to come and pray. We need yeah. to call someone who we know is, you know, anointed and someone who's a man and woman of God to just come and bless our people and just give us an encouraging message. And I think this is the time more than anything that the church needs to take advantage of that. Yeah. And, you know, we saw that earlier this week. Uh, T.D. Jake was on MSNBC. Yeah. You know, they were getting his opinion on everything that was going on and something that never has happened before at MSNBC. Um, the host, his name was Craig Melvin, asked T.D. Jake to lead a prayer um, for the nation because of everything that was going on with covid not uh, 19 um and td jakes did not hesitate he yeah. immediately closed his eyes and started to lead you know everybody that was tuning in and everybody that watched the video later in prayer um and i think that two things one like you were saying you know there is an an uh an overwhelming um necessity or there is an overwhelming calling that people are having now to reach out to god you know, people are listening to gospel music, you know, instead of other stuff or people are tuning into preachings or people are, you know, we talked about the blessing being number one, the video being number one on our last pod, uh, last podcast episode as well. And now we see how people are being called on on the spot to be like, hey, you know, things are good. Uh, things are getting crazy. They're projected to get even worse. You know, we need prayer um so i think it's good that he didn't hesitate imagine if he would be like oh that's not what you guys yeah. you know, contacted before and what's crazy too is that you know the news the guy from msnbc you know he's obviously in a studio yes correct and um td jakes was filming from like his office somewhere yeah, yeah. on a camera like on an iphone mm -hmm. you know so it's so funny how you know these are resources that are available to us that you know it's a simple phone yes but that simple live and that they mm -hmm did that simple conversation reached i want to say millions of people yeah, i mean i kept seeing this post you know go viral a lot of people didn't even put like td jakes they just kind of put like you know first time praying on msnbc like yeah. this was the first time this happened you know and um i believe there, there will be a lot of firsts you yeah. know um in this time whether it's someone who's praying for the first time mm -hmm. whether it's someone who you know is asking for prayer for the first time yes. uh, attending a church live stream for the first time so i think you know more than anything in this time it is our opportunity as a church as a body as believers to really show the world what we are about we don't know why this is happening. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't have a cause. We don't have a reason. We don't have, you know, God is doing this because of this. We really don't know. Yes. And this is where it's our opportunity and our time to really demonstrate what living by faith is. Yeah. You know, one thing that, um, you know, whenever we speak about doing anything for God, we always say that it's important to give 100 percent. And I think that highlighting the fact that, you know, this was uh, cable news you know, uh, channel that did this, but TD Jakes was tuned in via his iPhone, um, goes to show that you don't need the production level that, you know, maybe Elevation Worship has or all these other places have um, to live stream. But as long as you're giving 100% 
it's good enough. So with that, I want to say is, is that for all of us that are taking these opportunities to go on live stream and to preach or to teach or to sing, you know, also make sure that you're giving your best, you know, that it's not looking crazy, that it's not looking crusty, that it's not looking, you know, that one minute you're, you're talking and then, you know, you're like, oh, wait, give me a second. I got to go attend to the dog. <laughs> you know, there's a level of professionalism and a level of, of reverence that we want to keep you know, through these live streams, you know, don't get too comfortable. You know, we want to make sure that we are representing God the best that we can. So you may not have a $5,000 camera to go live stream with, but if you give 5,000% in what you're doing, yeah. it's, that's what matters. I heard someone say once, all you have is all you need. So mm-hmm. whatever's at your disposal, whatever you have, right, whatever you own, whatever it is that God has given you at this moment is actually what you need to execute, whatever it is you're doing. Yes. You know, so right now you may not be able to afford a $5,000 camera, but you mm-hmm. have an iPhone yeah. and you can do wonders with that, you know? And I think, um, you know, what you're talking about is just having that spirit of excellence with what you do, Yes. whether it's a live that only three people are tuning into, a video that only three people will watch or 300,000 people will watch, yeah. you know, we're going to do it with excellence um as if you know there are millions watching across Mm -hmm. the world because that may be the case you just never know um i find it fascinating seeing a lot of these preachers preach in empty churches Mm -hmm. um you know preachers like stephen furtick or mike todd or td jakes where they have mega churches huge buildings and they are preaching and teaching to an empty stadium an Mm -hmm. empty arena you know and you know, if for us watching at home, it may not be a big deal because, again, they have the equipment. They have everything that if they're just panning and focused on the preacher, mm-hmm. you can't tell it that there's the nobody in there. It looks yeah. the same. But the discipline that you need to have to stay focused when you do those things mm-hmm. and the energy that you need to have to preach and deliver a message as if the arena was packed with people responding yes. to you. You yeah. know, that is the true test. You know, am I doing what am I, what I'm doing for a response, mm-hmm. you know, and a reaction mm-hmm. or am I doing it because I'm delivering a word yeah. and whether it's one person that's in this arena or in this room, or if there are a hundred thousand people watching me, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it my 100%. Yeah. And I think that's something that, you know, um, just watching these services and watching these people, it's something that we definitely need to consider, Mm -hmm. right? Why are we doing what we're doing? You know, whether um, obviously right now we're not in our churches or we're not in big buildings or we're not meeting in large gatherings, but reflect and think back to those moments, Mm -hmm. you know, when you had a huge stage and people listening and watching or, you know, you had uh, people validating you and approving you and telling you, you did great. Oh, great job. Mm -hmm. What happens now? when that may not be possible no and i think that the the important thing that goes with that too is that it's evident you know i remember the first live stream that we did that the pastor preached uh the church was empty he gave 110 percent, and i remember messaging him and say th- and telling him thank you for giving 100 percent because it was evident because you can tell when someone is no i'm gonna do this whether the church is packed whether it's empty i'm gonna give 100 percent, or if it's someone who is only doing it for the applause you know so that's why it goes back to what i was saying before about making sure that you're putting in the effort because it's 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 very transparent whether you're doing it for the right reasons or not whether you're really 100 percent dedicated or you're not dedicated so why put yourself out there to look like someone who doesn't really care when you could be making a difference by putting a hundred percent, you know, it's, it's, it's very important. 
And especially now in this time, I think it's it's important to also realize you don't know who you are reaching. I think yeah. there are more people connected online now than ever. So whether you're a pastor or a teacher or you're just, you know, like a regular church member, right, that has really no position in the church, right, <laughs> you're important. Yes. You know, and that's the thing to remember. You know, you don't need a title. You don't need a position to be important and to be a man and woman of God. Mm-hmm. So you may have social media. Now is the perfect time for you to actually use it in the way that it was meant to be used Mm -hmm. you know and definitely um you know post those verses or post you know those encouraging messages or those you know things that god lays on your heart um because you don't know who you're reaching i think like we said earlier now there is a feeling of uh, you know hunger and thirst you know Mm -hmm. for an answer for faith um we're seeing it in the media we're seeing it just in our families or just in people in general where people are seeking and now more than ever you know let's give them you know something that's worthwhile let's give them something and it's interesting because a lot of us have gone through processes where we have felt you know that i you know we felt isolated or we felt closed off from people or that you know the situation that we were going through was a situation that you know you were going through by yourself like you feel like nobody could relate to it nobody understood you um but now there's a process that's going on that everyone is experiencing at the same time that everyone is going through. And while everyone may, you know, people react to it differently, there is a level of, 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 of connection. There's a level of people being able to, to, to understand what you're going through because it's something that's global. Um, you know, so where before, you know, if you were going through a process, you would, you know, close yourself off to everybody else because you're like, Oh, nobody understands what I'm going through. You know, it's a process that, you know, I'm going through by myself. Now you don't have that excuse. So don't hold on to it. You know, it's an, it's a moment where it's, it's important that we reach out to one another and that we connect. I recently was speaking to a young person who I noticed was a little MIA uh, with everything that was going on. I was like, yo, what's going on? What's up? Like, is everything okay? And they were like, oh, you know, it's just I've been slacking. You know, it's just really tough for me. It's There's a lot going on, and I've just been, you know, keeping to myself. And I'm like, I understand that, but that's not the right thing to do at this moment. To keep to yourself, to close yourself off, is important for you to stay connected. So if, you know, your church is doing group meetings online, you know, connect, join in. Hi, how's it going or whatever. You know, even if you feel that, man, no one is reaching out to me, be the one to reach out to people. Take the first step. Be like, hey, how's it going? You know, how are you doing? Um, and try your best to stay connected because we all understand that the mind is a battlefield. And once the enemy gets control of that area in your life where, you know, he starts to manipulate your thoughts or starts to uh, influence you with negative uh, things, you know, it's so much harder to get out of that funk. So it's very important that we stay connected, that we stay reaching out to each other, that we keep each other accountable. You know, if you've noticed that you know there are certain people that maybe you see them uh because when like for example if we're on facebook live you'll see that you know so and so is watching with you be like so at that moment not at the moment or maybe after depending you know send them a message hey i saw you were tuned in you know how's it going you know how, what did you think about the preaching what do you think about this you know stay connected in that way don't take you know which was something that uh, rubbed me off the ro- rubbed me the wrong way when i heard some uh, someone say this to me the other day was oh i saw so and so on the live stream so it's okay 
Like, no, it's not okay that you just said you just saw that it said that someone was watching. Check in with them, see how they're doing, because we also have to keep, you know, connected with each other, keep each other accountable and make sure that if they need something, maybe they need someone to pray with them. Maybe they need somebody to make them laugh, that we're able to do that for them. And like I said, I think now obviously is that time of testing. Right. For a lot of areas in our lives, you know, kind of a time of self-analysis and self-reflection. And it's like, okay, am I checking in? You know, am I doing these things? You know, am I just waiting to tune into a Facebook live in order to really connect with God? Mm -hmm. You know, or am I just having that as a bonus, you know, or as an add on to what I already do? You know, so um, definitely take advantage of, you know, the opportunity that we have. Take advantage of, you know, everything going on on social media, all of these, you know, live streams and all of these churches, you know, doing different things online. But at the same time, don't become, like we were saying earlier, so dependent on those things. You know, we develop a dependency on other people to bring us to the presence of God, Mm -hmm. or we develop a dependency on other people to uh, guide us and direct us, you know, Mm -hmm. spiritually, when there's also responsibility that is laid upon us. You know, there's a personal responsibility and a personal, you know, accountability that needs to take place where, you know, I don't need, you know, to be connected on a, on a live stream in order to feel God's presence, mm-hmm. you know, like that, again, that's an add on, right? So it's like, you know, we have to develop a personal relationship with God, a, a personal time where we can connect with him. And again, it seems like all of the excuses for the most part, mm-hmm. right? And for most people are off the table, yeah. right? Some of us are not working right now. We're home where there's not, you know, school happening the way it normally happens, um, you know, social events and social Mm -hmm. activities off the calendar so whereas before it's like you know i'm so busy wrapped up in everything day to day it seems like now we're given an opportunity and the question is what will we do with this opportunity that we've been given you know yeah and you know that opportunity uh, which i think is something which is the most obvious is the one where it's uh, gives us the moment the opportunity to reconnect with god to reestablish, you know those uh cornerstones that are needed in our relation with the lord to be able to worship on our own to pray on our own to seek him on our own but also take advantage of it because a lot of people are binge watching you know netflix series and all that yeah. other stuff or whatever take an opportunity to plan for when things return back to normal you know, so let's say that in a month from now, you know, all the quarantines are over. Everybody's back able to do everything that they're, you know, usually were supposed to do. Did you, do you have a plan? Do you have an idea? What are you going to do that's new and radical with the youth? What are you going to do that's new and radical with the men's ministry, the women's ministry, with your church? Like, take this opportunity to plan for the future as well, because you don't want to be like, man, I was stuck at home for three months. Now I got to go hit the ground running to work at ministry. I don't know what I got to do. So I got to take another three weeks to figure it out. Like, no, you just wasted all this ample time. So it's important that when you're reestablishing your connection with the Lord and you're doing all that great stuff for you individually, that you're also seeking him for God. What do you want me to do once we get the green light? You know, how can we make our church stronger? How can we make the ministry stronger? How can we, you know, what, what are new things that we can implement and do and change so that when we come back, we come back that much? Much stronger. And again, that takes place right now. 
Mm-hmm. Right. It starts now. It starts today. Yeah. You know, whenever, you know, you have that time with the Lord, if you don't have a time with the Lord, you know, it's kind of scheduled in your day. You may have to do that, you know, and uh, schedule it till it becomes a habit, till mm-hmm. it becomes, you know, a part of your life and lifestyle. And definitely come before the Lord in prayer and just ask him, like, this is what's happening. You know, God is not shocked. God is not surprised. God is fully aware of your mm-hmm. situation, of the situation of the world, the situation of, you know, th- uh, just everything that's happening happening god is aware god knows bring it before him and literally ask him what is the next step yes you know i i know a lot of times we pick themes for the year Mm -hmm. right churches do this people sometimes will pick a word and you know this is my word for this year Mm -hmm. and they kind of go back to it or focus on that word with things that they do throughout the year and um you know, we're only in the, you know, what, this is the fourth Fourth month month. of the year just started. And for many of us, you know, we may have had crazy themes this year, crazy Mm -hmm. words, or, you know, thinking back on it now, we're just looking at our situation today. It's like, how is that going to happen? Mm -hmm. Right. How, you know, for, for instance, our church this year was the, you know, expansion was the theme, Mm -hmm. right? Well, how are we going to expand in a moment where we can't even gather and meet together, you know? And I'm sure, you know, when the theme was picked months ago, mm-hmm. this was not in the plan. Mm-hmm. This was not it wasn't in, in our plan. In our plan, yeah, right. You know, but again, we have expectations and we have a plan and we have things that are supposed to happen in this time and this is what we're going to do this year. And for all we know, you know, for for our church specifically, expansion, we're expanding our reach online. Yes. Yep. You know, we've had uh, a lot of people tuning in, you know, from our church, not from our church mm-hmm. people, um, you know, from around the country that, you know, would probably have never stepped foot in our mm-hmm. church because of distance or location or, you know, honestly, maybe even just not vibing with certain beliefs or, mm-hmm. you know, doctrines or things like that now are given an opportunity to yes. tune in online yes. and be blessed and be mm-hmm. ministered to that's expansion. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's what I'm talking about the ability to be like you know what we declared you know our church specifically uh as a church expansion for this year so just because we're in quarantine does not mean that that declaration ceases to exist no now you have to figure it out now you have to adapt now you have to figure out ways to continue your expansion so if your church or your youth group or your ministry had declared something you know for 2020 that doesn't mean oh too bad we can't do it. No, it means figure it out. Figure yeah. out a way and how to do it, given, you know, the the restrictions that you have at the moment. Yeah, it may mean that you can't have that event that you were supposed to have, you know, 8,000 people at, yeah. right? Or it means you pay, probably can't have that three-day, you know, spiritual revival weekend that you plan to have mm-hmm. in May, right? But how can we still have that mm-hmm. revival? How can we still have the, you know, results that we wanted spiritually mm-hmm. or the results that we wanted on our team or the results we wanted with the youth? the children, the men, the women, how can we still have those results with the situation that we're in right now? Because it's still possible. Yes, absolutely. And that's, again, where it takes that creativity, where it takes that motivation, that encouragement. Mm -hmm. So take this as exactly that encouragement as a push that if you were given, you know, a vision for this year, if you were given a dream, a goal, if you have a desire in your heart, you know, it probably can't be executed the way that you had initially planned Mm -hmm. or thought Right. But it doesn't mean it can't come to pass. Yes. It doesn't mean it can't be executed. Yep. Yeah. And I think that, you know, if there's anything you take away uh, from uh, this episode is the idea of encouragement, is the idea of be creative, is the idea that this is not the end. 
you know, this shoe t- this too shall pass. So when it passes, be ready to hit the ground running. So it's that idea. So we want to encourage everyone to make sure that you are using all this new free found time that you have in your hands that you don't know what to do with uh, to rest. Yeah. Take yeah. an opportunity to rest, you know, take them naps that you wish you could have taken before that you weren't able to, uh, but also connect yourself with God. Align yourself to the vision of your church and make an action plan for when everything comes back to normal. Definitely. So not only do that for yourself, right, and, uh, you know, encourage yourself and have those ways of just like lifting up your spirit, but choose to encourage someone else today. You know, whether it's a text message, whether it's a phone call, whether it's a Zoom call, whether it's a FaceTime, whatever it is, we're given a lot of resources right now. I guess the word of this podcast is encouragement. So choose to encourage, choose to motivate, choose someone, go down your contact list. Mm -hmm. I know my parents have been doing this, Um, you know, pick a different person every day to just call or just focus in on and encourage them. Um, But definitely this is this is the time for that. Yeah. So thank you once again for tuning into this new episode of the God Life Culture podcast. As always, you can reach out to us. Yes, on all our social media, Facebook, Instagram, we are there on God Life Culture Podcast. You can send us an email, godlifeculture at gmail.com. Subscribe to this podcast. Let someone else know. Share it, spread it. Let us know if you are watching, if you are listening, right? And um, (laughs) definitely, we uh, can't wait to talk to you again. Yeah, and I posted this last week and I posted it again. You know, a lot of people are meeting on Zoom or on Skype. You know, do a listening party. You know, listen with your friends, listen with your youth group. You know, once we say something interesting that you agree with or disagree with, put it on pause, have a discussion about it, and then play it, you know, let the rest of it play out and continue. So we want to thank you once again for tuning in uh, to the God Life Culture podcast. That's God, God Life Culture. Culture. Until next time. See ya. Bye.